Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Obviously, that's the beginning of a little Boxing Day Radio Hot Lap Show, episode 137. Radio Hot Lap, that zany and light-hearted podcast that takes a look at motor racing, cool technology, barbecues, gadgets, and all other strange things. Um, I don't know if we could call this 137, perhaps it's 136.5, bit of a wedgie show, 20-minute show. Now, hello viewers, now it's uh, Mark Llewellyn, the uh, Hot Lap Drag racing foreign correspondent here, and I must say that uh, sorry to interject early, but uh, there's been a major weather problem because the weather has rained out consistently here in Sydney, and that's a problem because in Sydney on this lovely Boxing Day there was actually the Jet Dragster Challenge at the new Sydney Dragway, but it's been rained out, so therefore. We're going to have to switch to our new major feature, which is Richie from the Parry Dakar team of the Australian Parry Dakar Challenge Championship team. Yeah, let's go and beat those Euros in Afghanistan or one of those countries there. South America. So, Mark. South America. Uh, so, uh, that's in it. Uh, Richie, you go, over to you. Now you've had your little bit, can you <laughs> sure. just shut up? Uh, viewers. Well, I'm trying to turn him into human. All I'm saying, viewers, is there'll be no drag racing on this episode of Hot Lap. So it's all about Dakar. So, hello. There you go. Uh, extreme levels of tolerance on my behalf there, you viewers, but uh, wanting to get a shovel and push him out the door. But um, you may re- remember, viewers, that he was uh, um, an, a, a significant interjector called uh, Escort, as we did a Classic Adelaide, uh, with not a, and, and happened to win the bloody thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I oh, know not to argue with the Lindner. <laughs> Jesus. Hello. Where did you find him? Oh, he isn't him, brother. After the inebriated uh, Christmas show, uh, we thought uh, we'd talk to some people that are actually less inebriated than ourselves. I'd like to There's welcome, welcome Richie X to the show. We can't mention his name for two reasons. Because, A, he's going away to places where there are large halls of cocaine being shipped. And, B... <laughs> He has a previously a career in dentistry. And, du- <laughs> and, and actually, viewers, just on the sly, C is actually, you know, entered into the drag racing challenge at, at, at Sydney Dragway, which has been washed out, but it actually hasn't told anybody at Dakar about that. So he's just, you know, hedging his bets here. <laughs> Oh. Richie, welcome to the to the how show. How are you, boy? How how was your Christmas? But it was actually easier than today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but here we are having a um, having a, a really uh, really lovely uh, evening here, and it's nice to have a bit of a cool moment before you head off tomorrow um, off. on the uh, mate. It's an Air France I hear going across that way. It's a bit of a worry. Uh, heading into the, the, the other one didn't make it. No, oh, yeah, no, he skipped out halfway. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't even make, didn't make that it. Far. No. I uh, yeah, t- turned up in Sydney this afternoon, heading to uh, Buenos Aires in the morning. 
going offside for a few few mates of mine and going around the world in Dakar. It's your second attempt yeah. at Dakar uh, in the new part of the world. It's funny that uh, few people realise that it, that Parry Dakar doesn't even go from Parry to Dakar. It went from no, Lisboa to Dakar, and now it's going it. from nowhere near Dakar to nowhere near Dakar. No, um, Dakar's not even on the map. <laughs> yeah, tell us what's went on, what's gone on there. Tell the viewers what's happened. Uh, Why have they shifted from Europe to South America? According to my, what I've been told is they there was specific threats from the Taliban against organisers of Dakar and so they told them to jam it where it fits <laughs> and moved it down to South America. Couldn't have found a better place in the world. The, the people and the country, the terrain is absolutely sensational. I, I did it in a truck earlier this year. Yep. I'm going back for this, well, not the second attempt because I achieved it the first time. Going back for the second go and um, be into it. Linda Long is here with us, who has no uh, shortage of experience in uh, Tarmac Rally, World Rally Championship and, and General Rallying. You're looking after the logistics, Linda. It's funny that, being <laughs> Linda Long Logistics. Um, who would have thought? For Bruce Garland and, and Harry uh, Kawasaki. <laughs> what, what's the story? What's the story? Like How much effort does it require, you know, on your 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 side behind the scene I mean it's once a year but how much energy is required how much logistics how many political people have you got to bribe how much money do you need to do this oh, the money is scary I, I, I don't even want to mention what the money the monetary side of it is um, I mean this year has been just such a tight budget compared to last year but look the boys started really um, probably in January of this year after they got back. No, actually February, give them mm. a week. They basically had two weeks off and it was straight into what's going to happen. We want to do it next year and how are we going to do it and let's just start rebuilding cars, start talking to people. So it's been going for 12 months. Phenomenal. The, the work that these boys have put in, I'm an outsider. I live in Alice Springs. So I, I, um, they came up and played with the car for the Fink. Came back down here, it was all, yes, we're going, no, we're not going, yes, we're going, no, we're not, and we're going. <laughs> and I, I, um, I feel very humbled and privileged to, to have the, the opportunity again. I don't think I've come back off the high from the, the, the truck run that I did in I this it year. It was absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen, seen. I thought we had, we lived in the desert in Alice Springs. There's nothing to what we drove through this year in in uh, Dakar. And I'm going back this year's service crew, which would be, I think, as all out as good, if not better, than actually racing it because it's just the the. Um, I'll see different things, do different things. Um, phenomenal. The people, uh, for. A, for a buffet from the middle of Central Australia, to sit in a truck and go through on the first day, a million people on the ground saw us and the places we went. I've raced in snow. There's no one I know, certainly in Alice Springs, have, have raced off-road through the snow, and that was just that blew my mind. 
Yeah, there's a very, very wide range of, uh, of uh, weather conditions that uh, the competitors, almost a thousand of them, are going to um, um, explore. And we'll talk a bit about, I mean, you see, there's a thousand competitors, but uh, there's so much more in the logistics behind it and oh. teams and people just feeding them and the, the TV crews that are flying in, in, in front of each uh, event and producing stuff in Final Cut uh, on Apple Macintosh uh, to get it out to, to the world. And, in fact, I think on the... Um, the third of of yes. January, uh, that will be, or SBS once again will be uh, we're doing a great job, yep. much like yep. they do with Tour de France, six to six thirty I think each night on SBS half hour show, which is broken down really really good. Now now the viewers can see that sort of stuff, but, but tell me what it's like behind the scene a bit, like when you've got a thousand competitors and you've got probably could be you know five to ten x that in support crew how do they feed all these people how now, how, how, do, how do they do this in the middle of the desert in, in the bivouac at night time i like, i'd get in out of the truck two three o'clock in the morning and i'd go to the go to the um where they were cooking for us and the food it was just laid on there the, the how they how they could do it it astounded me the People would be crawling in there at all hours of that. I remember getting in, there'd be cars going out because racing. I just got in, and they'd I'd go and have my tea or, or brekkie. And well, like you wouldn't that. even know what time it was. I wouldn't have no saying what time ah, it was, you know. As long as I got food in my guts, I don't give a shit. I just <laughs> I just go for it. I don't. <laughs> food's only a bit that keeps you going. Now the area you're travelling in is um, from starting from Buenos Aires, going going fairly. A uh, fair bit north um, out of uh, Argentina yeah, we didn't and then go on to Chile. Uh, you're on the same parallel as Adelaide, so that'll give the viewers a bit of an understanding about the temperature <laughs> and and the and the and the light. It, it's warm. It's, it's it's no different. It, it was hot. We were last year. We were, it's Chardonnay weather, viewers. <laughs> where, 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 there won't be much Chardonnay there, you idiot. <laughs> we um quite a bit actually of uh, the red plonk. But the um, red chardonnay, red plonk, red plonk. That must be that Pinot Noir. <laughs> Overeducated. It's Over-educated. It's noiry. It's plonk. If it comes out of a if it comes out of a grape, it's plonk. If you go, we're going further north this year. But the um, Atacama Desert was. Oh, was it the Atacama? Atacama Desert. Was that Atacama? Was that Atacama? Atacama. It was phenomenal. The, and we're going further up into the Chile. It's the mountains. When you're up 18,000 feet and there's people sucking on bloody uh, oxygen when I'm up there with a cigarette in my head. <laughs> that'd be... Uh, wasn't uh, good. Uh, that'd, that'd be Winnie Blue there, Winnie viewers. Blue. No, no. Oh, no not now, too many now, Winnie look, Blues over there. You know we don't take sponsorship, but we can't be having endorsement of cigarettes <laughs> Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So you have to take that back. Okay, we'll, we'll take that back. It could be the uh, factor in the packet there. Right? I mean, <laughs> you know... Had no brand How was it that on the rest day when you ran into Pablo Escobar's cousin? <laughs> Yeah, it was a good night. Wasn't it, it was sensational. <laughs> give you a little <laughs> spare change to take it with you. That'd be more lines than Central Station, there, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> We're meeting him this year. We're going almost up to uh, well, we We're Bolivia. We're almost in Bolivia, and I reckon there's a fair bit of that. Uh, Few of the boys that know how to drive big boats are living up there. 
What, uh, what, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, will you? Shut up! <laughs> uh, viewers, I've told you, I told you to him, I'm not having you annoying us on the show again like you did. A small amount of interjection is fine, but do not take over. What does he do? <laughs> Takes over. Correct. You know, he's amusing for a moment, but <laughs> so you reckon you could do it within 20 days? <laughs> Ah, you have to live with it. It's 20 days of your life. Why? Uh, you get Why? the rag on. Yeah. I, there's an opportunity that never comes... Again. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about, like, actually repairing the car and servicing. How, how do you manage to keep leapfrogging the team? Do you have two no, no, operations? No, no, Every We don't leapfrog the teams. The, 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 um, every night the same crew works on the same cars. That That's not leapfrogged. They... The leapfrogging goes in the um, with the catering and the and the logistics part of it. For us, we just we go from one bivouac to the next. And but if you were running trucks last year and you're following the tra- the same circuit, although this year, like you, you're actually a, a true support crew, yes. you're not in the co- on the competition trail. H- how can you then provide the support to the race car if you were in a truck, which is obviously significantly the, behind? I, the only reason I was allowed to work on the cars when we were racing. Is because I was a competitor. If you're not a competitor, you're not allowed to touch the car. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, wouldn't you be coming in much later? Oh yeah, I'd get in. So, it. so where are the spares? Spare. We had enough spares on on the on the. Um, you had a support crew as well. Su- support crew as well, and they had a support truck, service truck, and service service cars. And um, but I, being in the race truck, I was actually allowed to work on the on the um, the the. The cars, if I had trouble, I'd, Brucey, I never saw the whole whole run. Pele, I saw twice. He did he did a uh, drive shaft the first day, or not first day. First first time I found him was drive shaft. The second day, he took the um, engine mount webbing out of the engine block. And we put him back together. I cut up a, a railway sleeper and made an engine mount out of that to get him through. Um, it's an amazing uh, amount of you energy do. required to do this event. The rest day can't probably come around uh, so quickly. And in fact, uh, having come from a background of racing enduro dirt bikes, I knew that I, I loved doing it, but then there would be times where I'd be going, I don't want to drive up this creek bed. I don't need to be doing this. Why am I doing this? I'm finished with it. And then you get on a fast stretch, you go, oh, now that's, that's what That's why we're like. racing, yeah. And, and you sort of you get all your energy back and, you know, there's people <laughs> waving and stuff One, like that. Yeah. Obviously... From what I saw of the TV, very good local support. When, when oh, huge! The, the crowds were unbelievable. To to go to the service station, there'd be ten thousand people at the service station to try and put fuel in your truck was it was a that was an epic in itself. The um, you were mobbed everywhere. I I didn't do it, but I almost had to go out crowd surfing. Did you get laid <laughs> at the service points? <laughs> yeah, oh, you did whatever you like. <laughs> Just a very quickie. <laughs> we um, one night we're coming into bivouac, and as we're turning into the into the bivouac, the, there was that many, there was that much traffic on the road. We actually crossed over the on into the traffic, and we were going at the outcoming traffic straight on. And the army and the the soldiers, the coppers, were putting, telling the people to get off the road. We as we turned into the bivouac, a little car went under our back wheel of the truck. They pulled the we drove over the front wheel, over the bonnet. They, um, we pulled up the armies. Well, the boys, the navigator got out of the truck. He went back and saw, saw old mate. And we just trashed his car. The, the driver, he got out, went and talked to the 
uh, thing, and the people were swarming over the over the truck. And um, I was sitting there. I ain't getting out. There's all these Spanish speaking speaking people, and I my Spanish is zip. So they, then it's funny p- how you can pick things up when you're in a country <laughs> that you don't know anything. Later, suddenly, yeah. you know you, you can we, you can we work killed it this, out. We killed old mate's car. They got out, worked on it. As we drive off the car, when the boys got back in the truck, the army got around the truck because there was people swamping the truck. There was babies coming through the window, and I was signing the. Signing autographs. And, uh, Are you thinking about politics? <laughs> no, <laughs> can't do politics. <laughs> anyway, we drove off at the crowd, absolutely stripped the car that we because we took the bumper bar off this thing and they, they went off the planet. It was you can't believe how the people appreciated um, our Linda. Is it input? It's not input. Our how the, the people over in Argentina liked what we... What, their enthusiasm and excitement about seeing... But it's nothing that they've ever seen before. Mm. And to have it right on their doorstep. But to uh, give credit to the um, Argentinian and the Chilean government, um, they put a lot of money into media uh, about six months before the event. A huge... like. The boys were saying everywhere you went, there were signs, posters everywhere, all about the event being there. With that happening, so many of the people of the area knowing, and it was just exciting, and they built it up, and it was. They hadn't seen anything like this before. Incredible. And to touch these people that, to them, were gods. Yeah. We, were, we were rock stars. The saying in, their, in our camp was, we were rock stars, and we, we were treated as rock stars. Not, couldn't believe how they treated us. Like you, I mean, it, to be fair, I mean, like, uh, a lot of South America would be... Third world, or, or, or borderline, it would be. I'm not being degrading, but it would. They would be some very happy people, but they would probably be financially struggling. And to see something like this to come there, certainly, it, it just adds a whole new dimension to their life. To me, what I what I saw the the Argentinians and Chileans were, they were like Australia was in the late sixties, early seventies. They were they were happy. They had. There was no no Oc Health and Safety stuff. It was, if you if you got a job to do, you go and do it. Cross for that. Yeah, get out of that. Cut out the middleman. Cut out, cut out the middleman. They were just, they were so happy to have us. They were, and but the, they were, they didn't. They they, well, they might have Xboxes there and and Playstations, but they they were out there and enjoying the people, enjoying the scene, enjoying the our entertainment that we brought to them but we enjoyed their entertainment that their, their their input to our well we are there having fun argentina is a very meaty country it loves meat and oh, best meat and on that basis, Linda, would you mind going and retrieving the the bungle bungles of potatoes from the oven to be brought out here for for Richie X's viewing while the show's on? Because he's been dying to see this, and uh, it's all prepped in the plate, ready for you to deliver out. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> Doesn't look Meek, like she's going to go. She's going. She's thinking about it. But she's going. Shut up, mate. <laughs> no, bungle, bungle. They've been stuck back in the bloody fridge, haven't they? Uh, bungle, bungles, X. Scratch fr- from the, the prologue. Next time. No, 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 they'll, they'll be bungle, there. Bungle. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going, yeah, oh, I'm right. gesticulating. Hey, viewers, viewers, there's a whole lot of head nodding. There's a lot of gesticulating. Get, I've been saying, get the fucking things out. <laughs> and nothing's happening. Reggie, you should have got in earlier. Don't tell me what to do. That, yeah, the, tell us about the meat in the Argentina. Best, oh, well, I'm off a of cattle property and I don't mind eating quite a bit of beef. And, and, and the best and beef no I've ever bungles. The best, no potatoes. <laughs> no, Ra- rabbits, rabbits eat veggies. That's right, but no bungles. The best bungles. beef I've ever eaten is over there. It was absolutely sensational. Yeah, they, they know, know how to cook it. They, they do. They know how to eat it. Yeah, they don't know much about green vegetables. No, no. But perhaps they certainly know nothing about bungle bungles. Don't. <laughs> I don't like. I could live in. I could live in Argentina tomorrow. Without bungle bungles. <laughs> you sure you? Did you, you see that? Know, did you see do that you know, dirty look? That, did you see that? He just dirty died. Look? He just died with death. those looks. He just died. Oh, I died. I don't think his heart's death. working anymore. It's just his mouth is still he, going. They, I know. It just. You know. He's. You know, here is a professional photographer. You know, imagine what it would be like if I was to try to do that to him on set. He would be very, very unimpressed with my be, interaction. I don't think you'd have two of your mates. You might do some hmm, hurting. Unfortunately, it's family. But it's okay, viewers, because there's no, there's no bungle bungles in South America, so it's, yeah, no issue. Do you, do you know him? <laughs> I've got no idea who he is. Yeah, they're coming out. Here they come. Oh, no. They are rich. Mate. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, my oh, God. Uh, no, uh, yeah, all right. Tell that's, the viewers what you're seeing there. flattened. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm looking at... Bungle bungles post-global warming. <laughs> <laughs> they're... Uh, they're very gravy in this bungle bungle. The viewers, viewers, please. <laughs> There's a brother that won't shut up here at the moment, but they're... These uh, potatoes have got the rings on them exactly like the bungle bungles. I, I'm impressed. Right. I didn't know you like could make... Like bungle bungles in flood or gravy. I don't know. I didn't know you could make a potato do things like that. And the gravy around it's sensational. Well, it's just, you know, here at Radio oh, Hot Lap... Who made the gravy? Culinary experts as well as technology. Speaking yeah. of which, and, and, and a little bit about motor racing. Not the yeah, yeah, about. no, no, no. Yeah. Apparently, there's a bit of a lawsuit coming on. Yeah, well, mm. I, I, I'm hearing about it this afternoon, and apparently I'm involved in it. You what do it? you know? Well, uh, got off the plane this afternoon, picked up from the train station, and um, there's a couple of young fellows here watching, not playing the um, PlayStation. Xbox. 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 Sorry, that sorry, new sorry. The game, Forza 3. Mm. Saw it at Bathurst. Bungle, bungle, rally. No, no, no. We're having X3. trouble with some um, stamping on the side of the cars. Stamping? Mm. <laughs> illegal stamping. Al- yeah, allegedly illegal. We need to be checking this one out. I think. Yes. I, I reckon there's going to be... Was, a... it, it appears to me uh, that uh, without my consent uh, or me receiving a significant <laughs> royalty a royalty check that uh, Forza 3 have uh, decided that they want to use... My logo on four of their cars, uh, two of the Panos uh, Le Mans prototypes, um, the um, uh, Farmbarker Ferrari. Farmbarker! <laughs> <laughs> and another car, but we're going to let you find out where it is, and the viewer who uh, can um, and let us know who, who that is uh, will be receiving a small 
A small gift from Madagascar. From, from Vodafone <laughs> Rising. <laughs> well, uh, look, uh, Richie, I just wish you all the best, mate. Um, uh, you're having a, a Heine, mm-hmm. mate, uh, Heineken, Heineken uh, from, the boy, from the keg, yeah, mini keg that Mark's got Are you got endorsing that or not? <coughs> oh, of course. No. Okay. Oh, it's just a No, I shouldn't be because no, I, just I do look after all of Cooper's motorsport. <laughs> so, uh, Glenn, it wasn't my fault. Um, yeah, sorry, bros. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Glenn. Uh, we're just like, you're having one of those. Oh, yeah, and found it. Found we, it. Now, the, the six-pack of Cooper's that we, you're taking with you, mate, the, the, the make beer, that last the first hour. The beer is a lot fresher when you get closer to the source. I've noticed. I've just mm. was drinking hors d'oeuvres yesterday and they just didn't quite taste like they're tasting at the moment. These are a lot fresher. That's right. We've got some Cascade Premiums backed up in the fridge. And I know. Coopers are good. Well, that's right. After the Cascade <laughs> Premiums run out. <laughs> we ain't going to be working tomorrow. Mark, would you just get <laughs> let go of that? Because you have to give our guest... A bungle bungle. To, I want a bungle, 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 bungle potato. A yeah. couple of bungle bungles. Here we go. Well. And a little oh, bit of. Oh, uh, spatcock, viewers. Spatcock. How come we got all the lines in it? Who, who did all that? Well, you get lines for free yeah, around here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, mate. You hook into that because it could be the, the, the last meal. Um, that you have. Supper. Yeah, you this know. could be the last of it. It could go all wrong and you're dead tomorrow. But, yeah. you know, at least you'll have had one Domestic optimism. Oh, you must be realistic about in, this no. game. You're good in no. the big nunga. That's right, Bruce. You're good in with the big nunga and that'll be it. And might might we'll be hungry. Be, it's we'll the... all be drinking Coopers at the uh, wake. I'd just like to sign off saying good luck to Bruce, Harry, and all the boys. And I would also. Fabulous time. That's right. Absolutely. And we're and Mark, proud of you. That is, a, you, jump, you. you jump to a conclusion. We are proud of you. And and then and then Coopers, if it, it all sounds to shit, and then we'll have a nice wait. <laughs> and as Mark signs off, having stolen all the food for himself, <laughs> we just uh, would like to say that it, it'll only be a bar constricted that'll get you. I'm not oh, high enough. Except, except for maybe a big fucking nunga. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, viewers. Good night, mate. Good luck. Yep. And See you, viewers. Thank you for your support.